Welcome to Blue Eyes and Lady Redhead, where we'll be diving into the thoughts and humour of the mysteries of life, our spontaneous views on mental and physical health, and everything else in between. Yes, it's my name, Noel. What happened to the welcome? I, Normally I, you start every episode. I'm, I'm trying to do something different, spontaneous, okay. mix it up a little. No, but so guys, what you can't see is when Noel does the welcome, he like dances to it almost. Yeah, I do a bit of a jingle with my feet, he my like, hands. But he didn't even realise he was doing it until I picked him out on it the other day. That's he like, now, I'm very self-conscious now. He like, um, he like moves his shoulders to the beat as he says it. Yes, he, yes. It's my dancing background now. Every time I talk. Just do the welcome for them, please. Okay. Welcome to Blue Eyes and the Lady of Red Hair. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see. Well, we are actually filming this, so maybe you will be able to see one day. Yes, this is our first uh, filming in front of a camera. So you guys will get to see everything in uh, real time. <laughs> if you don't watch this, he just suddenly looked at the camera and gave a wave. Yes, yes. Uh, I've got to be conscious of the mic and the camera now. It's a lot of stress, but I think I'll perform. Yes. So um, let's start off by, as we have said, I'm pretty sure in other um, episodes that we're going to keep this really real and raw. Mm. That's what we want our podcast to be about. Um, so I guess... The last few days for me have been a bit of a roller coaster of emotions, if I'm to be completely honest. We're not going to go into what's happened. It's too early days and it's too personal. Mm. Um, but obviously, as I mentioned in the first episode, um, I am living in Australia away from home. Um, and I had a phone call on Wednesday with some really horrible news. Um, and so, as I said, I've took some time of work and it's been a bit of a, um, how would I explain it? A whirlwind of emotions? Yes, yes. I've, I've been uh, with Georgia and, and, and seeing her uh, situation. And obviously, like anything in life, when you, you uh, something completely goes wrong, you've never actually saw it from a mile away and it, it happens, you don't know how to react. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I think... This podcast couldn't have come at a better time because everything that we've... I mean, we literally just made a podcast about the bright side of life. It's yeah. like it couldn't have come at a better time. Yeah. So anything that we spoke about in that podcast, we really have put to practice these yes, last few days. Yes, we're actually buying it, correct, yeah. Like, honestly, the universe works in mysterious ways, guys. Yes. But everything um, that we spoke about in that podcast... Um, we've put to practice and we've used it for our real life. So I just think, so anyway, where I was heading with that is we nearly took the weekend off um, and said, let's like not, it's not the right time to record an episode. And I was like, do you know what, No, I think it's the perfect time to record an episode. Our podcast is all about sitting down and discussing raw, real life situations yeah. and experiences. Mm -hmm. And I feel like because this awful thing has just happened, I can really speak from the heart and I think it will help me as well just to talk about something slightly different today. Yeah, and we, we talked, I believe we talked about that on episode one, about how to heal is able to talk what's on your mind. In the, getting in the right headspace is able to talk to friends, family, people that you trust yeah. and you can open up to so you can reflect on the situation and hopefully, you know, it'll help you along the process. 
Definitely. And without saying too much, as I said, it's a very personal situation. Um, but it is to do with my sister's fiance, who was super, super close to me. They've been together for 10 years. He's been part of our family, my little brother, for a long time now. And um, what I found great was she actually listened to our last episode um, whilst in the hospital with him. Mm. Um, and it helped her. And I thought that was the sweetest thing ever. Um, so if she's listening to this... Hi, Ellie. <laughs> Hi, Ellie. <laughs> um, I hope this can help you especially. Just take your mind off things. Just, I wouldn't say take her mind off things because that's impossible right now, but to help even the smallest bit. Yeah. If, um, whatever we say, if it can help contribute to your lives, like, again, we're talking about in the past, the past episodes, that's our job. Is, uh, well, why we started the podcast because... Georgia and myself, people come up to us for advice and help. And, you know, when things go wrong in life, we try to help. And that's it's our nature to help people. And hopefully with, you know, what we say and what we do, we can contribute to that help for you guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's just to do with how fragile um, life is and how short life really is. And I think you can say that as much as you like, but it's not until something happens um, something really big happens that you that hits you bloody like a truck hit, hitting you and yeah. you really realise what people mean by life is so fragile. Um, I just think always expect the unexpected. And just I was saying to Noel, like whenever you're in moments and you're uh, laughing with your friends and family, you're having the best time or you're sat having a coffee, um, whatever it is, just really appreciate that moment because it's so true that you don't know if you're ever ever gonna have that moment again yeah. so just appreciate everything um and stop moaning about all the bloody little things because you just realize it gets to a point where things happen and you realize how ridiculous those things were you worrying about and you know did did the barista put sugars in my coffee? Oh my God, that is such a no <laughs> thing to do. Fucking hell. Need... Sorry, my sister did say I swore more in the last one, but I'm going to have to swear. Yes. So that anger built up yeah, inside of me she's letting out now. the anger, guys. <laughs> and not only we hear it, but you will see it on camera as well. Oh future. yeah, I keep yes. forgetting we're on camera yes, right now. Yes, Hi, um... Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Does your mum listen to these? I, uh, maybe she will one oh, day. Yeah. I yeah. Actually, I will, um, I'll get her, my sister, to yeah. put the podcast up so she can listen to it. Yeah, know? that's great. That's really nice. We love it um, when people tune into them, especially people we know. Yeah. And my, um, my, my mother is my number one fan. So uh, There we go. There so we go. she'll love these. She can give us a little rating. We're at five stars at the moment, guys. Yes. Don't um, want to toot our own horns, no. but we are at yes, five we're, stars. We're at five stars. We're going to hold it, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're only going to get better. Um, so, yes, we didn't want to go into that too much because today is about... Um, in some ways taking our mind off things, which guys, you should only do to an extent. I said to my sister, it's good to stay positive. Um, and it's, oh, I am so sorry guys, Noel is drinking from his big bottle of water. Mm. So if there's any crackling sounds in the back. No, I made sure that there's no wrinkles in my water bottle, so there won't be, be less <laughs> crackles. so carefully. Yes, yeah, very careful, I'm very cautious <laughs> for you guys, I'm spoiling you guys. Yeah, but although you shouldn't bottle up your emotions because that is so dangerous to do, like, yeah, it's good to see the positive and expect, um, and hope and pray that good things are going to come. Do not bottle up your emotions, okay? That's one thing I want to say because that's not healthy at all. If you need to cry, cry. 
Um, but on the other side, we are going to try and take our mind off things slightly today and talk about a different topic. Yes, yes. Um, Change the flow of the yeah. subject. Yeah. Because I found um, the last few days going on walks and talking to Noel, I found that suddenly I'll forget about this nasty thing that's happening because we'll be in... Oh my God, I nearly knocked yeah, over not my coffee. Yeah, coffee over, guys. We'll... <laughs> I'm a mess. Um, but when we're walking and talking, we start talking about different stuff and I find it takes my mind off things. So that's what we're going to do today. All right. What are we going to talk about now? So um, we got, we had an interesting conversation about um, masculine and feminine energy. Mm-hmm. So um, you know I, I could spend a good portion of time explaining what feminine and masculine energy is, but I'm just going to explain it from uh, my perception of things and my perception and experience of dealing with other people who have been in relationships and myself, and which is as a man. A man thinks differently and a woman thinks differently. Yeah. So uh, when a woman, a friend, a female friend or my, my sisters are going through something, I try to put myself in their shoes, but to the best of my ability, I can't completely understand how they think or what they do because I've never lived my life as a woman, just a man. But then it goes both ways. So, you know, people when they're in relationships, wherever it's a romantic or a friendship or even just their siblings or their mother or their father, they don't understand because there's certain things that how a man lives his life and how a woman lives her life too. So with that, um, we were discussing, you know, our experiences, Georgia as a woman and myself as a man. And Georgia is very keen on learning, you know, how men think. And I'm sure a lot of women who are listening to this podcast are in the same boat because at the end of the day is you if you want to if you want to have transparency with your with your partner or your friend or your, your brother or your father if you're a female and, and vice versa other way around you need to understand that people see the world and experience the world in a different way yeah because um, obviously I'm not qualified and I don't know this enough to talk about, but from what I do know, male and females brains are literally wired differently. That's correct. Yeah. Um, there's studies on that. As well. Exactly. Um, I'm not going to go into that too much yeah. because be I will be shouting at yeah. and I have actually <laughs> do not know the ins and outs of that, but I do know that is a thing yeah. that is real. Um, which might sound obvious to some, but I know some people don't know that. I didn't know that a few years ago. Um, so, uh, yeah, so as I say to Noel, uh, there's a lot of times I'll be having conversations with female friends, um, whether it's because they're going through a breakup or whatever it may be. And they're like, how dare he do that? Why does he do that? Why does he think like that? Why does he do this, that? Um, And that's when I come to Noel because he is living in a male brain and he can tell me what goes through his little brain. Yes. uh... (laughs) So basically today I'm going to be quizzing him. Oh, pressure's on. Yeah, I'm literally going to be quizzing him on why males do certain things. Now, obviously he's talking from his personal experience. He can't really talk on behalf of all males because- Just the the males that I've come across as well. Yeah, Yeah. so um, I mean, don't come at us please because we're not saying all males think like this. Yeah, I don't want guys come up and say, I don't think that way. (laughs) Yeah, like that's not what this is about, guys. (laughs) We're not here to fight. Um, so I'm going to be quizzing him on certain things that I know I like to know about males and what my friends, you know, talk about. And, um, let's just see how it goes. Let's see if it gets a bit controversial, shall we? Yes. Yes. I'd love a good debate. 
So firstly, now let's get right into it for all my females friends out there yes. and all the ladies. Shoot. Why do males why do you males love females and looking at females? Well, uh we're we're visual creatures and please um, go into that because that's very interesting. Please touch more on that. Yeah, um for us the first thing, I mean, trying to defend any ladies, but the first thing we look at is the features, which is the hips, the butts, the breasts, and the legs. Is as uh, I mean, ladies, you have, have you have pretty faces, but from a distance, that's the first thing we look. And this is, this is I mean, myself and no, many that's guys, fine. I want you yeah. to be completely honest, and yeah. I want you to tell them what you tell me yeah. about where it starts, right from years and years ago, and how that works evolution you know like yes. why okay Just... so uh my i've done my research I've, I've looked into the studies and all the science behind it so why do we look at those features so it's all about we're essentially we're looking for a mate right sex is just a tool to, to have children so we look physically again visually at things that are going to be um going to help for birth right so if um, woman has a big butt or big hips so I read this thing about if when a woman is pregnant if she falls there's cushioning to protect the baby which is the butt the hips there's that's actually a, a safety mechanism there's a reason why evolutionary why weight is stored on women and men completely differently 100% right? I've read this as well yeah I have read this as well that um, that layer of let's say fat that females have on their lower belly is there for a purpose and we shouldn't work on removing all of that because yeah. it's there to protect your womb your organs and exactly. everything exactly it's uh think of like a car guys it's um you got airbags on the side of the doors and right in the front of the steering wheel and if anything goes wrong those airbags explode and protect you from any uh any trauma so that's why with the woman those 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 areas have weight is just in case she falls that the, the baby is cushioned and is protected yeah and we shouldn't see that as a negative thing i mean obviously there's an extent like you you know some gals do want to lose a bit of fat because some people like i have when i was let's say uh bulking for a year <laughs> um i did have a little bit more fat there which i wanted to remove yeah but there's always, <laughs> I'm just laughing at that because I tell everyone I was bulking, but it was for like a year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. But anyway, um, but there is still a little layer there that will never go because it's there for a purpose. Yes. Um, and for a positive thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, carry on now. So um, first we do that and then uh, we look at the face. Uh, yeah. We look, we look at beauty, right? We look. Exactly right. George is uh, doing a little pose right now. But uh, yes, so the face, um, this this is all for us is what creates attraction. Going back to as well what you said, so you mentioned the hips and everything and yep. there's reasons behind that. It's because males, um, they without even realising, they associate that with fertility and that the woman can have babies. Correct, yeah. And you, um, so I find that very interesting. So we're going way back with that, aren't yeah, we? Yeah. Um, and you also mentioned that males are more visual creatures. So go into that a little bit more creatures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're all creatures or something. <laughs> um, so yes, we uh, then we, we talk and we, 
we do the, the mating ritual, which is we put our best foot forward. Um, and this is the thing, my observation, I grew up with two sisters, um, a single mother and uh, a lot of female friends from, from my time. And I heard the same thing that we have to, there's a lot of factors that determine attraction for a female to a male, which is how we talk, our posture, how we stand, how we look, our charisma, what we wear. So just the clothes alone determine our value, how we perceive ourselves with value. And if we do all these things or part of these things, we gauge your attraction and then you think about it and you say, all right, this guy's not bad. I'll give him my number. And then the process of dating happens. Yeah. And um, obviously going back to the question I asked, um, why do men stare at all ladies? It's <laughs> not all. Ultimately, they love looking at women. Ultimately, guys, it, it really is we want to spread our seed. We want to spread our seed. We, yeah. We, uh, we want to spread our seed so we can show our bloodline continues. It's just built into us men. Now, please explain more. Talk about what we talk about when we say it's like animals. It's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. We're, everyone uh, tries to think, you know, they're, we're all um, the superior race walking this planet and we're above the animal kingdom. But if you look at time, so in that moment, if you think you're a, a human being and you're not, you're not an animal, there are times in your life where you, you do have, exhibit behavior, you do things that are irregular, it's just because you're a primal state. You, what's built into you, built in all of us, manifests itself in some way, whether it's um, in a sexual way or it's a, some kind of primal urge to do something, like gorge on food or do something. Territorial. Territorial, but yeah, but it's all, it all it, uh, determines how you act within your lifetime, your behavior. And you can kind of curb it with good behavior because that's essentially what it is when we're a, ch we're a child. We're, we're raised to think a certain way so we can exist in society and society can continue and there's no chaos. But without that behavior checked in your life, you do get into your primal state. 100%. Oops. <laughs> I don't even care <laughs> She's today. into her primal state, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's why... Um, I just find it so interesting learning about all of these stuff because when I talk to a lot of female friends they'll see it as he doesn't love me anymore he doesn't care about me he's looking at all of these women blah 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 um, but there's actually really interesting reasons behind why males do that which yeah. Noel's just touched upon some of them um, so I would encourage any females out there, even males, because males do stuff, they don't even realize why they're doing it, um, to learn about this stuff because it makes so much sense as to why males do this. And then um, the next time your boyfriend looks at a hot woman, you maybe won't be at him so much because you'll realize <laughs> why he's doing that. It helps me, it helps well, me stay. It was, uh, I was, I think I brushed to prana that was married at a time. And, um, you know, I've been over with, with her for years. And within that time living with each other, you, you do see the best and the worst side of your partner. And she did see me looking at other women and uh, she got very upset and uh, talked it out to her. And I said, look, you know, you're my wife. I love you. I would never go with any other woman, but, you know, I'll look, but I won't touch. So yeah. I explained it to her as, 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 as I was trying to be as civil as it is. I have eyes when I see a beautiful woman my eyes just wander and it's just as a man we tend to do that and it's heightened more we're not going to talk about the fact that females do that to hot men as well because that will be another episode because yes. we could go on and on 
Um, but the reason men do it more, there are reasons behind that. Men are more visual creatures. Correct, they appreciate yeah. beauty sometimes more on a level than females do. Yeah. And the other one being men have higher testosterone. Yes, the, the male hormone that uh, gives us energy, mental clarity, allows us to build muscle on our, onto our frame. It also makes us very territorial if it's increased at a high level. So if you... If you're at the gym and you see those guys who are very Being loud, little perverts. yeah, perverts, banging, banging weights, um, a lot of muscle, their test levels are ex extremely high. So there's that as well. Yeah, definitely. And um, again, we won't touch upon this part too much because we're keeping it about males. Yeah. But there are women that have higher testosterone levels. Yes, yes. And that's why there may be more women that act in ways men you normally see men acting yes, when it comes behavior. to romantic Correct. partners yeah. um and sex let's be honest there'll be some females that want it more high libido yeah. higher with different people mm. and showing um signs of how men usually act and a big part of that could be they have higher test levels it's yeah. just something to think about that there's reasons behind all of these things i mean look sometimes your boyfriend might be a prick but there are normally reasons behind why he's men showing are that behavior. In this way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when you learn about this, it makes everything a lot more. It makes sense out of everything, and you see things slightly differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. If uh, speaking on that, so if you're a man listening right now, and you're in your thirties or forties or fifties. And you imagine all the dumb shit that you've done in your teens and twenties, that is determined by your test levels. Your to test levels again makes you territorial, makes you aggressive. You may have done stuff that you're not proud of, but because after your twenties into your thirties, your test levels drop by a percent every year. So you actually notice that your behavior is changing and you're thinking, oh, it's just because I'm getting older, I'm getting more wiser. That is true to a degree, but it's also because your test levels are changing and they're going lower and thus your behavior is starting to change and you're coming a completely different person. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I was going to say just whilst we're talking about the test levels is me and Noel both seen this. I can't remember. Did you read it? I think I watched a video on they injected, I mean, I, I, here again, I don't know how it all works fully, but they injected, um, a male amount of tests into this female yes and she was walking around the streets and she was like jesus christ i can see how men feel now yeah she was <laughs> thinking she was thinking more like a man yeah she was uh showing behavior male behavior as well yeah. and uh it, it shows that if you take estrogen or test into your body it will curve your behavior you will think more like a man if you got tests in your body more test and if you got more estrogen in your body you think more feminine Exactly. We've got different levels of different hormones. So um, why does it surprise you when men and females act in a different way? Yeah. It just is the obvious when you take time to research into these things. Correct. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's a little bit about um, <laughs> why men look at females. Um, let's talk a little bit about how men think. Yeah. I'd say women are more on an emotional level. Yes. Men are more straight up. Straight. Yes. We're... Uh... I think I would consider us as task masters. Yeah, let's talk about it in the sense that, because I know situations where, let's think of a situation, because I see this happen a lot, where 
a female is confused if a male wants to be with her yeah. because he's showing signs of wanting a romantic relationship, mm. but then he's not giving everything to her. Yeah. Um, he's not fully wanting to commit to her. Mm. And that leaves the female feeling confused. And they're like, but he does like me, but I'm not sure because he's doing this, this, he's playing games. Is that the man playing games or is that the man not taking this woman seriously? I think it's a bit of both in between. Um, if you negotiate and talk it out, you know, where you stand with the person that you're in a relationship, you're not seeing anybody else, then there should be, uh, you should understand that that person has eyes for you and they're not playing games with you and they're investing their, themselves into you. But if you're not talking it out with them, then there's, there's, no, uh, there's no line drawn in the sand. That's what it is. So there's nothing stopping him from dating other women or there's also not, nothing stopping you from dating other men. But if the, the line is drawn and uh, his actions are matching his words, then and you have your intuition, that something's off, then most of the time there is something off that you need to dig deeper and you need to ask questions. Us females can sense the bullshit from yes. a mile away. Yes, yes, uh, women, uh, my women are very good at picking it up. Yes, I agree. Well, ladies, you mm -hmm. uh, you pick that up things. That comes down to our maternal nature. Yeah. <laughs> Survival mechanism. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> can we go into that a little bit and then yeah. we'll come back to that question I sure. asked about back when there were tribes? Yeah. And, um, the roles everyone had back then and yeah. why certain people are in certain ways, act in certain ways. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, so men are hunter-gatherers. Mm -hmm. Again, if anybody debates this, look up the research. Yeah. Uh, men are hunter-gatherers. We were tasked to go out and kill something and bring it back to the tribe, right? We could be out there for days, weeks, um, hunting for something, and we had to do an endure the environment. So there's a reason why men, you know, have test and women have estrogen. Men can put on more muscle than females onto their through their bones and they can because of that they're they're stronger, they're faster. And that's how it's been like that for thousands, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years. Because back then it was down to survival. Yes. Men had to go and hunt and fight saber toothed tigers and <laughs> literally woolly mammoths. What a crazy world. Yeah. And, and women, not that women can't do that. Women can do that. But women and men had roles back then. This is, this is how it was back then. Women yeah. would be at the uh, village, uh, Looking after babies. Babies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, making, making clothes, make, uh, preparing the food, just assuring that everything else is ready for when I, the guys come yeah. back. And I would like to say, um, I mean, this could be argued with today, but I'm talking about back then. They were making sure their man was fully fed and prepared to go out hunting. Yeah. You know, everyone was taking charge of their roles. Yeah. In, in my head, what I've seen um, experience-wise of the woman's brain, the man's brain, we're very point A, point B type way of thinking. We're we're trying to go from the shortest distance and, and get there, right? And with that <laughs> yes. mindset, but with a woman's mindset, again, this is my experience, a woman is from A, C, E, it's all over the place. We, For a lady's mindset, she sees the whole big picture of things. Yeah. But because of that, she's not able to string the the task at hand on point. It's, it, she's thinking about all the different variables. So true, so true. And that's why, you know, women hate say men are dumb and, and we just we're very simplistic creatures ladies 
We just, we let us hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We can't keep using that as an excuse, as a hunting Yes, thing. I know, that's a... But I yeah. love talking about that because it's an element, it's, it's something yeah. that explains why men and women act in certain ways now. Correct, Do you yeah. believe that all plays a role yeah. in how we've evolved and some of those instincts stay with us yeah. and come out from time to time? That's true. Um, so going back, I just love talking about that whole tribe thing. I just find it so interesting. So if you guys do, you should definitely research up on that. But going back to the question about when a man is confusing a woman about like the woman's putting all of her cards on the table and saying they want to be with that man. Yeah. And he's saying, Oh, I want to be with you, but I don't want to commit yet. Would you suggest the woman doing that role? What do you, what in your experience and the friends, male friends you have, do you think the man is doing in that situation? If a man doesn't want to commit, let's help the women out there. So the man doesn't want to commit, then it's you. Nobody should do anything for you that they don't want to do. And it goes both ways. Everyone in life should lead their own against authentic life. But is the woman? I guess what I'm trying to say is, is the woman being led astray? Is he just trying to keep her there? If she if she's asking questions that yeah. they're um, uh, only seeing each other, not anybody else. Because you said men are very simplistic creatures. Yes. So wouldn't he just say, "I want to commit to you"? That's true, but it's also up to her to ask as well, because it's creating boundaries. She needs to see see where she stands. Talk us with, through it. Okay, so um, obviously there's a. T- Everyone has different time frames on commitment and people, you know, me personally, I don't invest into somebody unless, you know, I've spent weeks, months with them and through, you know, trials and errors and maybe a couple of fights where I know I can stand with them and I can trust them. Trust is a very, you don't just give trust freely. It has to be through time. Then you talk about, because you're starting to emotionally connect with somebody, you talk about, you know, are we, are you seeing anybody else? That's the first thing you need to do. Are you seeing anybody else? And if they say they are, then you need to be um, okay with that. And if you're not okay with that, push about you know not, them not seeing anybody else. But it goes both ways. You have to reciprocate what you want from them into your own life as well. Yeah, and I guess what you're saying as well, once it gets to a point where this male has basically said they're not going to commit, when they're out maybe let's say they're getting with other people yes. or whatever, yeah. you have to take a degree of responsibility yeah. um, for that. It's not this man's being awful and doing this, that and the other. Mm. You're allowing him to do that and you're staying in a situation where you know that might be happening. Is that... Yeah, this, this, this is the hard part because when you, somebody gives you trust and they've... Uh, They've lost it. It's hard to get back trust. So, it's, it's, I know you know infidelities and uh, things that people have done to each other. They've given them another chance, but you know those relationships. What I've seen don't last too long. So, regarding that, you need to also trust your partner if they put their best foot forward and they've said something that they're again man of their word or a woman of her word you need to give them the benefit of the doubt. But if there's ways of mitigating those those trust issues, example like what Georgia was saying, that example, guy goes out with his friends, why don't you come along with him? Be around him, hang out with him, spend time with him. But 
if you want to spend time with the boys, just be nearby, bring your girlfriends and you do something with your girlfriend. So he gets his own time and you get your own time. So you're not invading his space and also he's not invading your space as well. Okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense um, with what you're saying. But I guess the question is, um, what I was trying to say is if you've not committed to each other mm. and then that, but you, you're seeing each other, but you've not committed into yeah. an official relationship, yeah. let's say, yeah. and he goes out and he's getting with other people, mm. you have a right to be upset, but is he necessarily doing something wrong? This is for, for me personally, and again, our experience of other people who've been in relationships, no. Because okay. uh, expectations, as I say a million times, are the biggest relationship killer. If you have unrealistic expectations of what, it's not just a romantic thing, it's, it's a friendship or where you stand with your boss or your, your work colleagues and whatnot. If you expect too much for what you're willing to give to them and then, then for them to give back to you, then it creates animosity. Animosity creates fights. Fights causes problems, which leads to the relationship falling apart. Okay, so as you were saying about a male's brain being so um, straightforward, A yes. to B, simple. A to B, yeah. Um, you think that maybe if a man hasn't fully committed and said, yes, I want to be in a relationship, in his head, he feels like it's acceptable to kind of do what he wants. Correct. Which to counteract that, which is you need to dig deeper as well. You need to ask more questions because yeah. by asking more questions, you can dig deeper into somebody's mind and you can know where you stand with them. Is there a chance that that guy might be scared to commit or is that just a bit of a myth? That Well, I mean, uh, even if he was scared to commit, then that's the type of person, man, that she's let into her life, right? Mm -hmm. So again, through weeks and months of trial and tribulations, spending time with each other. If you feel like that guy or the girl goes both ways, is afraid of commitment, that's a personal issue they have. And for anything to be strong, to fortify a relationship, it needs to be two mutual people having a mutual mutual of understanding of each other's needs and wants. And if one person is pulling back and not delivering those needs, then the relationship's not gonna exist. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And as you said, that can be in any relationships. <laughs> Me and Noel, um, we didn't quite see eye to eye from the start. And I think that was to do with, I was very much in my feminine state and he was very much in his masculine. Mm. <laughs> so the, but I think there was some toxic masculine business going on at the start of yeah. mine and Noel's friendship. Yeah. Um, to the point where I distanced myself from him yes. um, for a while. And it wasn't until we finally slowly, gradually tried to understand it from each other's point of views, because mm. I think mine and Noel's brains work very differently, course, but also yeah. very similar. Yes. Um, and it wasn't until we made the effort to listen to each other mm. um, and work on that and understand that both our brains work differently. Yeah. That was, it wasn't until we did that that we were able to build up a friendship and get to the point that we're at now making podcasts for other people. Yeah, that's right, Georgia. And um, how I see it, with, with how our relationship, our friendship has, has bloomed 
is blossomed. Blossomed, yes. Like a, a flower. Like a flower. Sorry, I sound like I'm on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> My head's not quite in it recently. <laughs> She's doing but... great, guys. She's doing great. <laughs> this is good. Like, if you had heard mine and Noel's conversation before this, it was a bit, um, I sounded like I, yeah, needed to be put away. Yeah. Well, that's all right. I've got a, I'm doing a, good. I've got a straight jacket here, guys. Um, I'm on standby <laughs> and a syringe and I'll sedate her, okay? For your, and you guys have listened to her as well. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, sorry. Carry on. So, For uh, our relationship to blossom. Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's um, the same the same principle, right? Expectations. I We've had our disagreements, but that's normal, right? Because mm. disagreements is a process of understanding each other's wants and needs. She wants me to do listen to her more. And I, I admit, I agree that I wasn't. Because for me, um, the male mindset is I'm trying to solve the situation. I'm trying to get to A to B. And she's got so many things happening in her head. I'm trying to get from A to X. Yeah. one sitting. It's not. And this is not the first time I've seen this fem- feminine behavior which is the mindset ladies you see everything and the problem is because you see everything you you you're trying to think about all those variables and you're trying to tell a man at that moment and i just i'm trying to let you guys know we can't help it we're just trying to focus on one thing and it makes you guys frustrated but that's just how we're wired that's how we think yeah for sure i imagine like in our heads like Noel said, we see the bigger picture, we see everything, but then the downfall to that may be, I know with me, is it clouds, because I can see every little bit of detail and everything that's gone on, it clouds the path, I'd like to say, of what I'm trying to say. Mm. And then because I see everything and I'm trying to stick on the path and tell Noel the point I'm trying to make, I end up going off onto a different path and I'm here and I'm there and I'm like, Noel, why don't you understand? And I'm like, frustrated that he doesn't understand but no wonder because i've said so many different things in one sitting when i just should have said one sentence yeah and the most common thing i hear from females the males and myself you don't listen to me yeah is because ladies you're saying so many things you're talking about what happened last year <laughs> what happened last month you did this yeah. last year and us, we, you know, us guys we don't remember we just <laughs> we just live in the now we're just thinking about what's going on we're gonna if have... they're saying they remember girls they don't yeah they're we don't we're just saying it to keep you happy but we don't so with this my we 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 spend our whole lives a lot of men trying to understand women because it comes down to the beginning of what we're talking about mating right we're trying to get your trust your love your your commitment so then we can spread our seed and you guys can have children have our children and then you know life goes on but we again very a to b kind of creatures and your your nature what i've seen is you want all this from us you want us to be this and that and that and it's it's if you guys are thinking ahead in the future we're not thinking in the future so much our poor little boys guys they can't handle all of this information we have to treat them like kids well i've heard it many times well but this is the thing this is now i'm speaking on the men behalf of men we actually change when we get older we we learn the game we we understand what women needs and wants now uh coming in there noel has changed because he's chose to understand yes. these things. Yes. You have to take responsibility. Accountability, and correct. Research, yes. learn, 
choose yes. to see it in this way and then you're going to have better form better relationships the yeah. same for women if you can try to understand a male's brain it's going to help you in the long run but you need to you like i just want to reinforce this you need to take the time to learn this stuff yeah you want you don't okay if you keep going through relationships i mean i, I my experiences and again other experiences people if you keep jumping from relationship to relationship what's the common denominator I mean, how many men or how many women do you have to go through to think to yourself that all, all the guys are this and this and all the girls are this and this? Or perhaps, perhaps you could be the problem or there's something you're doing. I agree. I do within agree. Within that, that time, those guys, always women, that's holding you back from having a fruitful, strong relationship. And I agree because I've took accountability. I've, I've, I've realized that there were some things that I could have changed as well. I look back at past relationships and I see a pattern, yeah. but I take some responsibility for that because yeah. um, maybe I wasn't communicating as well as I could have with the male. I wasn't really listening to him when they told me they didn't want to commit to something, but in my head they were committed. Mm. I'm assuming I'm making up this situation that isn't there and then I'm getting upset Yeah. when yeah. the male is off doing other things, but they never told me in the first place they wanted to fully commit. Yeah. So not in all situations, there are some men that... Mm, of course, we by the game. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, if you're making that up in your head, but you've got to think, ha hold on, have we even had this conversation about what we are? Because if you haven't, don't be surprised when these things are happening. Yeah, yeah. And f again, f feminine and ma mas masculine behavior, women like to talk. Women like to talk with their... I love to talk. With their Absolutely. girlfriends and talk about what's going on with their boyfriend and... I, you guys had a fight and what does it mean you guys talk it out and then your your girlfriends or your sister or your mother reinforce you know their experiences to you and perhaps for you to take the right action or the wrong action but those people's um connections with you determine your behavior how you're going to act with your boyfriend or whatnot us guys we don't really talk that much we don't talk about our feelings yeah, that's true. Go we into keep that a bit we are could be a, a societal uh, conditioning but I do believe that where the term comes from a man is the rock in the relationship he's mm -hmm. and when they, when they say the rock it means he's he's emotionless where we're not supposed to talk about our feelings we're supposed to be your rock when everything's going wrong you we you guys talk to us and we're we're the, the you cry onto our shoulder we're we're supposed to be there and I've seen guys who don't do that and they talk about their feelings all the time and women a lot of women I've seen get very, um, very uncomfortable about it. It's not, it's not natural. It's, there's, there's a lack of polarity behind it. Again, not all, but I've seen the majority. It's just, uh, that's just how or why we're not supposed to talk, but we can, but it's not easy for us as a male. Yeah. And do you think that's from the way your guys' brains are wired? Do you think it's um, a mixture of that and then uh, going back? to the tribe, the caveman days, things like that, where the men took that power role, where they were the ones that had to go out and hunt. Yeah. It was their responsibility to bring food back. Well, it's I mean, look at look at the big big picture of things. Imagine, let's just go back, we had time machine, right? Like yeah. Like that whoop, all the way back. That and, would be bloody brilliant. Yes, in the next podcast episode 102, <laughs> we're going to time travel back to the caveman days. Imagine this, right? You're, you're a woman and you're in the, in the tribe and, and she, you're hungry and your child's hungry. 
And then you say to your man, okay, I need food right now. I can't go a hunt. I need to look after the baby. And the man's like, let me tell you about my feelings right now. I don't feel really comfortable <laughs> about hunting. You know, that saber-toothed tiger, he was looking at me funny it's last scary. week. You know, you know what you do? You would say, you know, goodbye, see ya. And you hop on to the next guy. You feel you can trust. You can True. be a rock. Because it's a matter of death, like survival. Yes. Survival. We, don't, we don't have time to talk. We have time to hunt we have things to do that's what men have been doing for so for the beginning of time yeah and do you really believe that that can impact slight slightly on how men are today and why they don't always show yes so the, the again there is a study that's saying men's test levels are at its lowest in history wow yes yes because of how things are changing that we're evolving diet sedentary lifestyle many factors that are dropping men's test levels and is that why men uh express their feelings more nowadays it could be it, yeah the the balance of estrogen and test in the levels if they got more estrogen than tests wow so you they're going to be exhibiting more feminine behavior so you think potentially as time goes on men are gonna be more vocal on their feelings compared yes. to the past. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna have a lot more TikTok videos of men. <laughs> we <laughs> won't go there. Right? So I'm being so careful on how I word stuff because I do not want some TikTok video of me and you sat here saying how we're this and, and that. And the TikTok bans us. <laughs> <laughs> cancelled. <laughs> Lady with the red hair, cancelled. <laughs> so now, if we were to wrap up the podcast with what. Do males, from your experience, want from a female? How would you sum that up? Tread carefully here. Um, three things. Okay. Ooh, so I've heard these okay. three things all my life. Okay. We're narrowing it down to three things. Okay, yes. these better be good. Sex, Ooh. food, and less complaining now i'm gonna i'm gonna liter, i'm gonna literate Flexy. i'm gonna literate on this okay the sex part's easy yeah expand okay, okay. the sex part we just because okay men when we're stressed at work stress sex is a great way of releasing stress so when we get home we sex is great to to keep us calm okay food naturally keeps us calm as well we like to eat it's all about stimulation right the right kind of stimulation food and sex. Now, am I saying women should be in the kitchen cooking? Oh God, no. here we go. No, 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 no. Now, this is if I'm going to cover this. Why don't both you guys cook? Why, why don't like one that, night yeah. that you cook for him and the other night he cooks for you? There is no, um, no, uh, putting the woman in the kitchen because it's equal, it's quality, right? 50 50. Men can cook these days, believe it or not. There's the, it's not hard to cook now. You go on YouTube, look up a video, mm -hmm. and a woman actually appreciates that. I can't tell you because I used to be a chef, guys. Yeah. How many times I cook for a woman, and she is through the roof. She finds it I no love se it if a man sexy. Can cook yeah, for women me. find it sexy yeah, a man cooking. It's nice. So it's, there's a sentiment for men who are listening cook for your woman. Yeah, it's a nice thing to do together. I think yeah. it builds up a relationship that yeah. feeling of cooking together, and it sounds so simple, but it really does. And. That with that, the last part, right, about complaining. We talked about a whim, a woman sees everything and she's got a lot of thoughts tied to her emotions. And when a man comes home, it's in her in her head, maybe she's at work or she's with her girlfriends or, you know, it's she has time away from a man. And it's always thoughts are mounting in her head like um like a saucepan, right? Boiling water, it's just building up. And as soon as her partner comes home, 
bang, I need to tell you everything at once. And us guys, we just had a hard day at work. We've had a boss yelling at us and we just want to sit down, relax, eat something. Now, am I saying don't tell them what's on your mind? No, no. Time and place, ladies. Don't strategically wait to us to walk through the, the door. <laughs> yeah, and then nail us. Or especially, you guys do this as well, is when we're tired and we're going to go to sleep and you guys know it. We're very vulnerable when we want to sleep and then you let us know then. Time and place, ladies. Find it when we're relaxed and calm and we're ready to listen to your problems and issues. Yeah, and it, just adding on to that, obviously being a female myself, I feel like you could hear that and be like, what a little prick, how dare he, blah, blah, blah. But please, females, allow yourself to really listen to what Noel is saying. Yeah. Um, because it makes so much sense. Yeah, and it's on the mind for all the guys, but we're just scared to tell you guys, to be honest <laughs> with you. How many, again, you want us to open up and tell you, right? We want You want us to speak to <laughs> yeah. you. Then don't judge then us. Allow don't, them yeah, to... don't be so hard on us, guys. I mean, I'm saying all of this, but look, I'm guilty of being a little bloody madam at mm. times. Like, I'm no princess, although I like to think I am. <laughs> <laughs> but I am guilty of being a really annoying person at times yeah. because I fall into those traits of the nagging and stuff. Um, but at least I'm trying to listen to these things and take it on board. Just finishing, Noel, you mentioned those three things. Just quickly, um, before we head off, do you want emotional connection with us as well? Like, is we, that important? We do, but to sum it up, guys, don't do it all at once. Give us, like, the breadcrumb approach. Emotion, stop. Emotion, stop. It's like the little puppy, right? You don't just run up and grab the, the puppy dog. The puppy dog's going to bolt. You give a little bit of a breadcrumb at a time. And then we just nibble and we start getting the trust. And then when we trust you, we'll jump into your arms and there'll okay. be no resistance. Okay, so to sum it up, because I have heard this, you guys want to feel at peace with your partner. Yes. And when I say that, I mean, you don't want to hear the whole nagging thing. You know, you want a simple life and you want to find a place. You've had a hard day at work. Yeah. You want to find a place that you're coming home to and you, you're you looking forward to coming home because you know that's where you'll find peace, yeah. content, and you can just relax and be yourself and not feel even more stressed. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. I hope we answered a lot of questions that you females have. I really hope that you can take this on board because it really helped me to build better relationships and understand men a little bit more. Um, do you have anything else you want to add to that, Nolly? No. Um, Nolly's all talked out. Yeah, I'm all talked out and uh, more talks to come from me. And if you guys have any questions about, again, those type of things, you know, the, the deeper, literally the deeper things of, you know, how we're built, you know, we'll, I'll bring that up next next podcasts in the, in the future. Yeah, for sure. And um, I think at some stage we'll do the opposite and Noel will quiz me about how females' brains work. I'm looking forward to it. That's going to be a bloody scatty podcast. Oh, very scatty, 100%. <laughs> As I said, no, not scatty, thinking out loud yeah, and freely. Free thinking, yes. <laughs> anyway, with that, we will leave you guys there. Um, all right. Goodbye, guys. Thank Take you care, for guys. Listening. Bye. Bye.